Uh, Ron, we're going live to you in three, two. Cunt. <laughs> All right, San Diego. How are we doing today? Great. Great to hear. A little less herpes than yesterday. Improvement is everything. Episode 37 of The Rink That Has a Stick in It. And your hosts here, Elijah laying on the floor needs... And Josh Square Gertson. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Scrotum. Fuck is up, producer Raph Daddy. How's that facial <laughs> hair treating you? <laughs> you out here always looking like a European plumber? With your <laughs> toucass wearing like With that? With his ass crack hanging out, <laughs> fixing your sink. <laughs> One of those guys that folds his toque half the size of the toque? <laughs> looking That's like great. motherfucking Jughead Jones over yeah, there. Yeah, fuck. Damn. <laughs> Smallest ears on the block. You still don't even cover them with your two. God damn. Jesus. <laughs> All right, let's produce this shit. Uh, lots to talk about. But first, let's talk about the presenting sponsor today. It's my bookie. It's our boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, down at my bookie. Now, they love us because we like to pump their brand. We like to tell you about all the good deals, free spins, all the good stuff that they got going on over there. But as of now, they don't like me. Because I took their money today. I went. I bet on the Super Bowl. I bet on the Chiefs. I had the faith. I hope you guys did too. I also hit up a stupid prop bet. And I'm just a betting phenom. So I'm sorry my bookie. But I got you. But they got us. Because they're supporting the podcast. So thanks to them. What you guys should go and do. Is go to mybookie.ag. Enter in the promo code THPN. Get whatever you're going to deposit up to $1,000. Half of that for free. That's like buying a pumpkin pie from the store, going to the register, ready to pay for it, and they give you another half of a pumpkin pie. Now you got a shit ton of pumpkin pie. But the only difference is with this money, you can make more pumpkin pie with it, aka cash. So go to mybuggy.ag, put some money down, bet on the Canucks, bet on Josh getting laid every other week. Probably negative odds there because it happens a lot. (laughs) Other than that, episode Raph, 37. Raph would have some pretty good odds. Yeah. <laughs> Raph would have some pretty high odds. <laughs> some good return there. <laughs> Other than that, that's all I got. Let's crush it. Hey, Josh, how are you, sir? Oh, buddy, I'm good. You're good? Yeah, it's been you a good week. You don't look like it. Why? But there's just something off about you. Yeah, you know what it is? You haven't seen me in a while. That. And? But I got my hair cut the other day. Oh, nice haircut, dude. There and you go. We've been here for the last hour. Yep. You dick shits haven't noticed. So thanks. True friendship. Uh, you Do you want to handle that question? Yeah, sure. You get the same haircut every time, so I just never notice. So do you, Raph? I cut three just inches because off my I hair don't look time. like fucking <laughs> like a, like a bunch of fescue <laughs> top of Elijah's head. <laughs> Doesn't mean I don't deserve to get recognized. It looks like somebody just put a sprinkler up to the side of his head and let it go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Now, let me ask you this, though. The barber world out there, what do you think? Do you think hairdressers and barbers like cutting a little bit of hair off? 
they like doing work. They don't like when you sit down and you're like, hey, can you take another quarter inch off top? And it's my, my weekly hair. They don't like that. That shit's boring. I, yeah. give, them, I give them a task. Granted, they fuck it up. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm like, sometimes. maybe I'm, I'm like, also, I'm like, that, that's great. You're, you're making them, you know, like you're getting your money's worth. Yeah. But if they fuck it up, like they're fucking you, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe I wasn't very clear in my instructions or what I wanted or my <laughs> desires or how I didn't want to look like a fuck. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> correct. Actually, he does. Yeah, he lets me look at the TV. Yeah, there's mirrors on both sides. Actually, this guy. Yeah. He likes to cut your hair. It's not very pretty. I feel like I feel like we talked. I feel like we talked about my haircut last time. Fuck you guys. Yeah, we did. Leave me alone. Anyway, so I got a haircut. I'm back. Yeah, look like a man rocket. Thanks for coming. What else is going on? It's February already. Football's done, dude. Honestly, can we just sit? I just want to say I fucking hate January. Everyone. It does. literally felt. Like a million goddamn years. It felt like an entire NHL season was just in the month of January. Not not that I'm complaining with the whole hockey part. So I you just it. don't like that life felt kind of long. It's just slow, dude. I feel like everyone just comes down for this bullshit Christmas hangover. And then you can finally move into February. And that bullshit holiday called Valentine's Day. Sorry, I'm single. I'm bitter. Um yeah. Single, bitter, and salty. At least I'm going to lead. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you right now, being in a relationship on Valentine's Day is actually a little worse than being single on Valentine's Honestly, Day. Honestly, me and Raph actually have a really nice dinner planned out on Valentine's Day. So That's so cute. I'm so happy for you guys. Yeah, yes. we're going to the Greek. Then we're going to go for hookah. Then we're going to watch a movie. And then he's going to come, and he's going to be Big Spoon. I'm going to be yeah, Little Spoon. I had a feeling that was how it was going to happen. No oh, homo. Yeah, totally. Yeah, not I, at all. I just like to be cherished and appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we had some hockey games happen. We also had the fucking Super Bowl. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, let's jump into it. Okay, uh, Super Bowl. Like I just said, I had the Chiefs. That Actually, you know what? I didn't really watch the Super Bowl today. I was working, okay. which is kind of shit. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, let's go to hockey. Let's you want to go? go? Oh, Man, you're honey-dicking me in. I know. Fans. I'm sorry. I'm okay. sorry. Okay, let's go to hockey then. Okay. All right. So, since we last spoke to our loyal fan base and to the lovely people in this room, the Canucks had just beaten the St. Louis Blues. We were kind of shocked. Yeah, they 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 came through. They pulled away with a victory that they probably shouldn't have had. Yep. Then we roll into San Jose. We think, man, free two points. They kind of give it to us. They held the, the lead for. It was a two-one lead until when? To the third third period. Then we blew it up on them. Five-two. Yeah. So I had some notes down. Just kind of the the Sharks running the show for the first two periods. There. I would agree. Happering the yeah. Canucks. Yeah. Um. Didn't really get – they didn't blow the game open. If they had, they would have won it. But yeah. with all the pressure they had, all the shots, all the opportunities, still only got two goals out of it. They lost hurdle in the process, which really hurt their momentum yeah, in the game. Yeah, that sucks. That's Big so unfortunate. Torn ACL done for the year. Yeah, see. That all but sealed after, San after, Jose. Honestly, like, I feel like a lot of people didn't really know about hurdle. You know, just with San, like obviously like California people know and we know of them, but like I feel like to like just a general person that just kind of watches hockey, like hurdle is pretty much invincible or invisible, um, and underappreciated is what you're underappreciated. Saying. And at the All Star game, he was laughing. He was making a name for himself. Like I, I felt like he networked himself very well to just a general hockey fan. Okay, you know, with the whole Bieber thing. He was laughing with all these guys like i don't know it just i, I like hurdle i think he's, again, he's a great like player you said yeah very under this was underrated. the final nail in the coffin for them if there was any possibility of sneaking into a wild guard spot after going super hot yeah. it is now gone yeah and i think at the same time though like i said on the last podcast is you never want to give this team any a little bit of momentum yeah like i'm sorry san jose but we came in there 
we crushed your hopes and dreams for playoffs and you lost your best player. Yeah, all around bad day. All around bad day for the like, Sharks. Now, I'm not saying that Hurdle tearing like his ACL sing a sad is song, good. That sucks. Better turn it around. Yeah. Um, Say you don't know. But, okay. Copyright. Uh, so, I've got some stats here for you. All right, hit me. Hit me, baby. 25 to 40. What is that? Uh, face-offs? No. Shots? Shots. Shots? So, I think the biggest thing this year is put these stats last year of how many times Vancouver's actually gotten outshot. We're, we would probably be one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah, shots like, against we're gonna, I'm going to keep saying this until this guy gets the credit that he deserves because he's not even in this conversation, is Jacob fucking Markstrom. This guy For the Vez. I'm not saying that he deserves to win it by any means, but it's bullshit if you think like, that he least, shouldn't be in the conversation. Yeah, at, at least, least put him be in the, in the conversation. conversation. Like, put him in the top. Like, right now, would you say that he's a top five goalie in the league? Currently. Currently, the way like he's playing, season, absolutely. Just this season. Yeah. If you needed a goalie for tomorrow's game, whatever team you are, Jacob Markstrom is in the top five. Yeah, 100%. That like, is a fact. Um, and again, like he last year, his stats weren't obviously weren't the greatest, but, you know, everything just seems to be clicking right now for the Canucks. And again, like we said, key division game. Yeah. You know, you came out with two points and you didn't even let them get a sniff at one point, which is really nice. Yeah. It it was really I know you got some more stats, but I'll throw this negative information into this conversation is that mm. that the entire reason that the Sharks weren't able to blow up that game and really take control complete control and, and, and seal the deal for the Canucks was Jacob Markstrom. Like yeah. big save after big save and the Canucks, the Canucks team defense was collapsing time after time. Yeah. But it was only a 2-1 game because of Jacob Markstrom. And then the third period comes, and it's just a waterfall of Canucks just coming down. Yeah, and I, I think my, you know, my mindset right now is almost, um, you know, if the Canucks offense is silent, which it was for the first two periods, you know, how long, how many shots is it going to take for Markstrom to face before, you know, it doesn't become a 2-1 game anymore. It becomes a 4-1 game, and then you kind of miss your opportunity. Yeah. And my follow-up question with that would be, how long can the Canucks actually withstand this, right? Because if Markstrom is getting fucking shelled, like fucking London in World War II when the Germans are just bombing, like, day after day, yeah. like, how... How long can Markstrom like withstand this threshold of fucking stopping, you know, thirty-eight shots on or uh, yeah, letting in two goals on forty shots, like without the Canucks' offense literally being invisible? The Canucks' defense is—I don't want to call it a shambles, but like it's it's pretty close to it right now. The only reason that they look decent is because of Jacob Markstrom. Yeah, right. Well, it's and your question was like, how long until they can? How how much longer can they keep this up of getting grossly outshot and still getting results? Because we're still like we're we're, we're, we're going to get points. into the other games, yeah. and this might be a, a smooth transition to New York. But let, again, let's finish up talking about the San Jose yeah. thing. I, I like that idea though, but I think that just in in general, like this I, this luck either runs out, just like too early for us to win the division yeah. or unfortunately it runs out in the playoffs but i think because want... you can't play this game in the playoffs just yeah. ask the calgary flames like i talked about this i did a round table shout out little little ad mini ad read here go 
go uh, sign up for Patreon for the Hockey Podcast Network. We did some content today with a Pacific, a couple of different Pacific guys that do uh, the Calgary, um, Edmonton. LA, Edmonton programs. And one of the things we talked about was that getting outshot like this is not a recipe for success in the playoffs. No, it's not. And it not. was exactly what happened to Calgary last year mm-hmm. against Colorado. Like you guys were getting shelled like 45 to 17 yeah. against Nathan McKinnon. And, and it just and it's work. really interesting, though, because when you look at that blue line, Noah Hannafin, Mark Giordano, and TJ Brody, yeah. like a very respected blue line, I would say, in the NHL. Travis Hamanick is on there. and Definitely, yeah. You know, maybe Mike Smith and David Riddick aren't having as good of a year. As... But Mike Smith stood on his head in that series. Yeah. The point, the point being that even when you have a goalie standing on his head, if you give shots up like that in a series – it's like you're they're going like, to figure it out. Like, you're going to lose it 90% of the time. Yeah, exactly. So something's got to give. And I think at one, at some point you almost kind of think you're like, okay, we honestly, I like the way that the Canucks are playing right now in the sense that, you know, Calgary was kind of drew the short end of the stick because Colorado, you knew they were going to make some noise in the playoffs last year. Yeah, you just had a, you and, had a sneaky feeling about and, it. But then you get that crossover, right? So I'm hoping, and and it'll most likely happen, but if the Canucks stay atop the Pacific Division, there's no way they're beating out St. Louis. True. So I'm hoping that we don't get a crossover team from the Central because then I'm worried. Yeah. Like, I don't want Winnipeg. I don't want Nashville or Nashville, Chicago. Nashville, Chicago. We like, got to talk at the that. end of this episode. We got to talk about the in the hunt teams for the wild card spot yeah. right now because Chicago has snuck back in there. One of the hottest teams in the league and right you know now. Me, I shit my Woo! pants whenever you say their name. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah. A little, no, mic, a little mic work for the boys at home. Like, I would much, I would much rather take Arizona. I would much oh, rather yeah. take Arizona, let Calgary and Edmonton beat the fuck out of each other, and yeah. then I'll take either of those guys. That's another question we had on our program today. It was. Um, who do you not want to play in the playoffs and who do you want to play in the playoffs? Yeah. Let's, let's shelf that what, question for yeah, the end of this. Let's yeah, go through the, the very, go through some end. games here. You said you want, let's transfer into the, the New York Islanders yeah. game. So just kind of going back to my point originally from the San Jose, like 25 to 40 shots in San Jose, very similar numbers against New York, like 24 almost, to 37. Yeah. Almost identical. Like literally identical. And you, you want to know something crazy? You want another stat here? I love crazy stats. giveaways. For the Canucks. They Damn. gave the puck away 18 fucking times. No shit, Markstrom's getting 37 shots. You can't even break out of your goddamn zone. Like, that's that's just unacceptable. I'm sorry, but if you're giving the puck up 20 times, pretty much 20 times, that's crazy. Yeah. That is stupid. That's ludicrous. Like, literally, when you it's break lunacy. that down, if you're averaging, let's just round it up to 18 because I like to exaggerate stuff. Yeah. That means that you're giving the puck away once every three minutes in a hockey game. Once every three minutes. Are you Thanks. fucking kidding me? You're a fucking calculator. Yeah, man. there you go. That's you some like math that? for you. You like that? Kirk Cousins, thank you. <laughs> um, I'm still going to say we won the face-off battle 27-23. We dominated the Sharks in that earlier game, too, yeah. in the face-off battle. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What's actually kind of scary is that we give up a ton of shots. We give up giveaways, yeah. and we start with the puck most of the time. Yeah. like So it, it's like, I guess the giveaways make sense, but the shots on goal make no sense. No. We start out with the puck more than the other team. Yeah. And, and you know, this game... and. We were talking about last podcast, shit that I hate teams I hate playing. I forgot to add something onto that list. I hate day games. First, I don't yeah. like waking up early because I'm usually up the night before. Yeah, you're a night like, guy. Yeah, I'm a night guy. Turn into a night hawk. Um, so I don't like waking up at... Go- uh, night hawk, we prefer. <laughs> not night owl. No, not night owl. Night, night hawk. hawk. Okay. Thank night you, hawk. producer Raph, for trying to correct us, but it's night hawk. Yeah. Over. Yeah. You said it's like a, the name of a shitty superhero. <laughs> 
I'm Batman. No, you're Nighthawk. <laughs> <laughs> Eat a dick. He's like one of those superheroes that doesn't have a full costume, just like the breastplate and the helmet. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's <too. laughs> more of a WWE wrestler than a superhero. But <laughs> continue on, Nighthawk. You guys, fu- you guys, fucking done. <laughs> can I finish my? You gotta point? get Rafa Mike so you can yeah, hear all his burns. Um, the the one thing that I have noticed though in this game and he really came to play it was Quinn fucking this Hughes. was the Quinn show yeah Quinn's been nice Dude. since the all-star break he has fill been in the blank filthy fill in the blank Quinn Hughes to win the Calder trophy has to score 60 points it's a score 60 points yeah dude he's only he's not even at 40 yet he'll get there and that's dominating he has the most points among all rookies yeah is he beating out uh He's I think one or two above Makar. Yeah, I think Makar's, Makar's missed some time. Yeah, he's missed like 12 games, I think. Really? Yeah. Either way, Ye- like recency bias, Quinn's been in the news and been dominating way more recently than, than Kale Makar has. So, okay, here here's a question based on just the Canucks' success overall this year. Yeah. Is it a good thing right now that all these Canuck players are kind of flying under the radar? What do you, like, mean, what you, do you mean by that, flying under the okay, radar? Okay, so, okay, Markstrom. Really not being in the conversation for the Vezina. Yeah. Okay, Quinn Hughes. Everyone's like, Kale McCarr, Kale McCarr. Okay, that's Kale cool. Is Kale, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Pedersen, JT Miller. Like, these guys are not getting recognized. And yeah. would you say that that's a bad thing? I don't know. I always relate things to playoffs, and I think come playoff time, there's no one that's unrecognized. True. Like, there's no one having a career year but that's I, not going to be recognized. But I think, yeah, but I think also at the same time, though, like, Right now, like the Canucks are having a really good season. Yeah. And it seems like no one is talking about it be- for the sole purpose of A, Pacific Division. Everyone's just focusing on Edmonton and Calgary right now. That's kind of the ongoing headline. Yeah. And then just how close Arizona is to the to those teams as well. Like the Canucks right now, like we have a game in hand now of Edmonton, which wasn't like that uh post All Star break until we started playing back to back games. But like the Canucks are three points clear now so in, instead of one sure. you, you know like we're like if the canucks are starting to play like this three one two and two hockey going into the second half of the season like they're gonna win this division like it's they're, nuts. they're going to it is nuts to say i'll give you so many situational amazingments <laughs> uh mm-hmm. and it'll blow your mind it'll blow your mind the situation that we're in and how lucky we are how yeah. truly thankful we should be of where we're at right now yeah uh Kind of touching back to the New York Islanders game because <laughs> we get distracted. It happens, whatever. Yeah. Um, some things that I wanted to say is that I, I kind of realized that we, we get a bit negative with our team because they're winning games a lot right now, and I think we're trying to be like pretty analytical and pretty critical of them in the ways because they are they're, they're winning ugly a lot of times. Yeah. They're winning ugly. but Honestly, like these wins are not pretty. But the thing, the two things I'll say is that we're on a road trip right now. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like three or four things. And it's still going to continue. It's yeah. still going to continue. Still going. Um, we're on a road trip. Yeah. We're playing good teams yep. on the road. These are good structured teams. Yeah. And no team looks good when they're weathering the storm. Like when the Boston Bruins are weathering a Toronto Maple Leaf storm, they don't look good either. Yeah. When the Tampa Bay Lightning are trying to weather the storm against the Blue Jackets, they mm-hmm. don't look good. Mm-hmm. So when the Canucks are weathering a storm in the first period against San Jose, against New York Islanders, mm-hmm. it's okay. Like, yeah, it sucks when you give up goals, and it sucks when yeah. you get so many shots on goal. But we got to remember, no team looks good when they're under siege. Yeah. But I think one thing our team is getting way better at doing is 
two things. When we have the lead, we don't make these we're not careless offensively and really trying to go for the five three goal. We play a lot more conservatively in the last couple of games I've yeah, noticed. I would agree. Um yeah, I, I, I do like that point. I think the other thing is you know, just in terms of the legitness, is that even a fucking word? You just made it one. Fucking Nighthawk, you legitness? go, man. I'm going to fucking sniff your nuts off. <laughs> um, is it legitimate? I can't wait till we go to the Roxy next. Yo, girl, this is Nighthawk. <laughs> you like that? I'd probably still get laid before Raph with that name. Oh, man. You're taking <laughs> shots at Raph. That may be true. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, maybe? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's okay. It Josh is. is very quickly getting the reputation of Stifler. Um, Not half for getting the late, like getting late all the time, but also for Meister. being a douche. Huh? Yeah, yeah Stiffmeister. Oh man. Yeah, I'm just like a good crunchy muffin. Okay, I'm hard on the outside, sensitive on the inside. Okay, just relax. I felt the inside before. It's yeah. nice and soft. <laughs> Get those nuts up yeah. in my guts. Uh, <laughs> okay, we might have to edit that one. Out. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. Okay, great. I'll come um, around here. I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, at what point do you think, just as a biased Canucks fan, that we start or stop talking about how lucky we are with, you know, just certain wins that we're getting and start to realize it's like, we're good. Like, we, we can we can truly do this. Yeah. Like, you know, when is that going to – because we're 52 games – we're 53 games in. It's when they win the division. It's when that happens. Because then it, it's a – you had a chance to choke it away. Like, that's really the most – it's when the t- this team feels pressure for the first time. Like, would time. you say it's at, like, the 65-game mark? No, I think it's once they've won the division or if they're in a situation where they need to win a game to win the division. Like, if it comes down, we're going to play meaningful games down the stretch. Yeah. But if this team doesn't face some adversity before the playoffs start, then I don't think there's really a point. That, like, but there, I feel there like is we not, have faced adversity. Like what? The nine-two blow it against Tampa Bay. That's one. Okay, but that, there was that's... a game when we were, or there were, there was a stretch when we lost like four or five in a row. Yep. When we were, but but here's the thing about adversity, Josh, is that I just kind of want to define it a little bit here for us. Okay, but here we go. What my my take on adversity is that you can only really feel adversity when you're the favorite, or when you're expected, or when you're supposed to win and supposed to be winning the division. When you're when you're where the Canucks are at right now. You're fucking flying free because you're you're doing way better than anyone expected, and you're living without expectations. But but come playoff time or come late March or mid March when mm-hmm. they have the lead and maybe they're going through a three game win streak or sorry three game losing streak where yeah. it's starting to look like they're choking it away. Right. That's when pressure comes and adversity comes where you have to win the games like you have like you're you're supposed to and you're expected to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think. Yeah. I- yeah, I can kind of see where you're coming from in that sense. Like, you know, I think the worst adversity to go through is if you go in cold into the like playoffs. Like the, the Tampa thing. Well, Tampa didn't go in cold, though. Oh, you mean like losing? Yeah. I thought you meant having faced no adversity. No, well, that. But I mean, like, they, yeah, well, that too. I yeah. think that's that's. Adversity. I think that's worse like, than next, going in cold, but. Yo, yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, the playoffs is where it's at. No one gives a shit about what Tampa Bay did. Everything, everyone remember, no one remembers how good they were that year. Everyone just remembers that they got upset in the first round. Yeah, they by got swept. Like they got swept. Yeah. Like get the fucking brooms. Anyway, what I'm saying is though, is I feel like the Canucks have dealt with losing, which is what we can say that Tampa Bay didn't deal with a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. Um, you know, they have dealt with injuries for a majority of the year. 
uh, not anything to their superstars, but going through goalless droughts. Yeah. Bo Horvat. Losing Edler for a long time, that was hard. Edler, yeah, same yeah. thing. Like, we have lost, like, not necessarily our superstars, but key players on this team. Furlan, for God's sake, is still out. Yeah. He, you know, like, there's there's multiple things that you can kind of shuffle into this, you know, basket we call adversity. D- yeah, and, and there, def- like there the definitely con- is. Yeah. But we've also dealt with the heights Yeah, as well. And we've you know? dealt with them well. We've kept them going longer than anyone expected. Like, we had a seven-game winning streak. But then we went to Tampa, and they're like, ah, uh, and then 9-2. Yeah. That there's adversity for you. Are you fucking kidding me? We it's came back and won the next adversity, night. but we're not expected to win that game. You're not expected, but at the same time, though, like when you're on a seven-game winning streak, you have to be doing something right. Yeah. You, there's got to be, be losing 9-2. There, yeah, exactly. Like, there's gotta, like that would, I would say, is very demoralizing. If you lost that game, like, 2-1 or 4-2 or whatever like yeah. you know that's like a, just a typical loss but you got shit on yeah like it almost makes it's like dude we won seven in a row we played the yeah. other hottest team and then we just get shit on i think there's two. something about professional players that they, a lot of them would tell you they'd rather lose the 9-2 game than the 2-1 game you know yeah just because they they understand off nights and they understand how yeah sometimes it just doesn't go your way and you get absolutely crushed yeah um, true but I don't, I don't disagree with you. That is adversity. Yeah. Just so, kind of wrap. Sorry, were you going to talk about the Islanders game? I was going to kind of wrap it up and move on. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was, I was right just going to say. I mean, we, we give up the last. What we get outshot seventeen to five in the third period. I actually love that, and because it what it showed me, I was watching the entire period, and it showed me they were protecting a one goal lead, and they were doing it pretty well. Like they were playing hard in their zone. Yeah. Quick changes, dump the puck in. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of offense, but. Yeah. But, I, I mean, mean, at the same time, though, credit to New York to tie that game up. Yeah. I mean, like, all they were doing, their net was empty. They were just shelling pucks at Markstrom. Yeah. Something's going to go in. Like, it's just Big like there, there's something about one minute left with the empty net and, and then the offensive team that's down. Yeah. Like, they're just peppering you. Big time. And you're just hoping that a bounce doesn't come straight to a stick, and sure enough, it did. Exactly. Um. Anyway, Carolina. What? Let's talk about Carolina. Let's do it. So, we got brought back down to earth. So, we were on a, a three-game streak today. I think we were on a five. We were on a five-game winning streak. Oh, yeah, we were. Oh, fuck yeah. Last star break. Fourteen and three in the last seventeen games going into this one. Sorry, fifteen and three actually. I think. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Jesus. Because <laughs> we had that seven-game winning streak going from oh, yeah. December to January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocked a couple losses and wins here and there, yeah, and then ta- we had another fiver. Tampa, Florida, and then we yeah yeah. Then huh. We had another fiver. Interesting. Um. So Vancouver, Carolina. Now this game was, I would say, pretty tight. Um. Yeah. Throughout the most part. Travis Green threw out a quote after the game that he actually loved the way his team played. He thought they played outstanding. It was a tough game. Yeah. And that, yeah, he loved his team's battle the whole way through. I like it. So here's some stats. Love it, Josh. 35-32 shots. We outshot them. We outshot them. That's the recipe for failure for the Canucks. Okay, here's another one. Carolina, 17 giveaways. Ooh. Are you on the athletic right now? Uh, no, I, well, we got this from the athletic. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, Carolina also had 17 takeaways. Hmm. So, so it's like even out. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's match shot for shot. And then also, what does it mean to be beaten in the face off circle? Because that happened today. Oh, oh, we didn't, we lost that. Like shit. Okay. I'm, I don't like want to talk down to anymore. lose some games, but that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. JB. No, that's Let's the end of the episode. Fucking Raph, draws. cut it. We're done. Yeah. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't actually. 36 32. 
But talk about a lot of fucking draws. I'm ready 68 for 68 draws. Yeah, that's I'm ready for Manny Mahaldro to be fired then. Yeah, that's crazy. What the are you fuck doing? is this guy doing? What the fuck is this? Anyway. Someone's on vacation still. Um let's talk about Svechi. Svechnikov. So yeah. apparently if there's not an older angry Russian on the ice to punch him square in the jaw, then he actually plays pretty well. Oh, he's nasty. And he, he dominates. The oh, guys, yeah. The guy's having a Pedersen-like season in terms oh, of goals. Yeah. He, he's got such a good release. And, you know, just seeing a couple of his goals today, like just driving hard to the net, and then he just kind of cuts back short side on Markstrom – or on Demko, sorry. Was it Was It, it was Demko, yeah. It was Demko today, right? Um, yeah, and, and you know, he's, he's nasty. But yeah. fuck Justin Williams, man. There's something about that guy. Oh, so like he's just so clutch. He like, doesn't right die. This guy doesn't play for half the goddamn year. Signs like a league minimum. Yeah. Comes in, just lights it up. I also like the storm surge they did today. Did you see it? I did not see it. It was a football one, in honor of the Super Bowl. Oh. So it was just like a hail mary pass. Like the QB dropped back and he aired one out, uh, to the blue line. It was pretty cool. Damn. I liked it. Anyway, um, continue your thought. Yeah, I was just talking about Svechnikov. Looking back at his draft, I mean, that was the same draft we got Quinn Hughes. Yeah. Um, got Rasmus Dallin going before him. That's a great pick. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, him going second in that draft, it's looking pretty justified at that point. Because who went three? Zadina? Uh, no, it was it goes Kakaniemi, Brady Kachuk, Barrett Hayton, Philip Zadina, Quinn Hughes, and then Irrelevance after that, pretty oh, much. Okay, Bokefist, yeah. there's a couple guys in there, but okay. for the most part, Irrelevance. Yeah. But, man, is that, like... I think he's pretty much justifying himself as not a bad like that's a pretty deep top seven there. What it's, it's in, tough. in the draft? Yeah, there's a couple guys, a few guys in there that aren't doing too hot, but there's four guys there that I have a tough time ranking. Yeah, I would say on yeah, a day to day basis because they all bring different things. But he, I mean, the guys lighten it up, and for guys who live out in Vancouver covering the Canucks and not really seen too many Eastern Conference teams, I don't get to see a lot of Svechnikov. Yeah, um, I see except the, for his fucking lacrosse goals. Yeah, that I see the lacrosse goals. Doing. I see him laying unconscious on the ice, and I see him dominating the Canucks. That's <laughs> yeah. all I ever see. Seriously. So He's pretty nasty. Yeah. He's going to be a good hockey player. Um, Tyler Myers good. doing his part. Second goal, two game, two goals, two games. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing well. Love to see that. This was the Pedersen show today, too, actually, though. Yeah. Lot, the game before us was the Quinn Hughes show. This was Mr. Sweden's show. Yeah. Pedersen's so good. Yeah. He's so good. Like his release, and just on that spinorama goal that he had, yeah. or was that against New York? Uh, no, that was Carolina. That was Carolina yeah. today, right? He scored the goal today. Like just how quick he is with the puck, and it's just like he just froze Reimer in that. Yeah. Like it was. We even talk about Markstrom's nice saves too. Oh, the save of the year candidate. Fuck against San Jose. Yeah, that was. Anyway. I'm gonna go ahead and put my money on that. That's the save of the year. Yeah, but I saw I saw Marquis, but then if you guys haven't seen an anti ranta save against the Blackhawks the other night, yeah. it's fucking gross. It is nasty. Yeah, like it's it's pretty it nice. Up. It could actually be the save of the year. Um but yeah, no, another you know, honestly, with um we were talking about this before we started recording, and uh like I said before, I hate matinee games, but back to back matinee games, fuck that sucks. Like, yeah. I feel like that's just a full routine wow. that is just thrown Damn, off. Um, but, yeah, I, I I don't know. I just think that, um, you know, that was kind of a tough, tough schedule to have. Yeah. Just those two games. It doesn't matter what kind of experience your team has. It doesn't matter what kind of it just throw, ro- what it kind throw, of role you're on. Yeah. And, but Eastern matter. teams are used to it and Western teams aren't. Like, if you yeah. have matinee games between Eastern teams, there's no issue with it. Like, that's just second nature to them. Mm-hmm. But for us, like... 
we're always night games. Like when we puck drop for the Canucks sometimes is at eight o'clock or seven o'clock. Yeah. But so on the East Coast, like that's eleven. Mm-hmm. Right? So when that's ten, but or ten, sorry. Yeah. So when East Coast teams come here, that would be their equivalent. Yeah. Right? Because they're like, we're used to playing just, you know, like six four hours or five ago. o'clock puck yeah. drop. But now it's like it's eleven back home or sorry, ten o'clock at home and I'm just starting to play now. Yeah. Like it's a late game. Yeah. It's like a beer league that can't get It's a, a tough adjustment for both guys going both ways, but yeah. I think that kind of wraps up our four game heater a bit there. So we went three and one. Three and one, we I mean. We predicted two and two. We both did conservatively. I said St. Louis and San Jose we'd win. And then I said the middle ones. Yeah. So I said San Jose and New York. Yeah. And so you got your two right. Yeah. We both we both whatever we both messed up one of them. I mean, we both had pretty yeah. realistic outlooks. We went two and two. Yeah, you and I went two and two in our picks. And I I said that at the end of this four game heater, I'd be pretty confident and say the Canucks are for sure going to make the playoffs. And hello, they're for sure going to make the playoffs. So before we okay, well yeah, I, I like wrapping up the four game heater. Um, but let's get into the next four game heater. The next the fun one? doesn't stop there. No, it doesn't. So do you have the games written down? I don't. Perfect, because I, I do. One. Oh. We're going you know what, to, Josh? We're going to the TD Garden. We're going to Baston. I feel like I'm going to have to wake up and prepare like it's game day for that one. Okay, so... My, my heart, my blood gets boiling. My heart starts beating. Palms are sweaty. So Mom this not one... not no spaghetti, but I'll fucking punch some Boston lights out if I have to. This is going to be a very interesting four-game heater. Hit me. I'm very excited. Okay, so we're going to Boston. Yeah. So that's going to be a good test. That'll be like a Tampa Bay game. We're on a nice little yep. wave right now. We want to keep it going. Next one, we're going back to Minnesota. We were just there in, I want to say, early January. All right. Maybe December, actually. I feel like they were us, weren't they? No. No, they're, no sorry, that's, they're when, that's when we did like the whole Buffalo, yeah. Minnesota, Winnipeg. They're a central team. That's Road right. Trip. Yep. So we're going back to Minnesota. Then we're going home. Who do we have? We've got the Flames. Ooh. We've got the Calgary Cal- fuck I can't Kit- talk uh, 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 Calgary. Calgary Flames coming into town and then we have the Preds so a hungry team looking to get into the playoffs yeah this is going to be very very interesting what do you think we're going to fuck the Bruins up that's one nothing there that's fuck. one win zero losses dude just hold Pasternak to just one goal dude, and I'll be someone, happy. someone sign Aaron Rome to a one day contract <laughs> someone get him busting through the middle why don't we just tra- head down why don't we just trade Sven Berchi for Zach Ronaldo for Calgary <laughs> I like that <laughs> better fish to cuffs going yeah um I mean, the rivalry's still kind of there for Boston. It just still kind of feels like you know, there's not honestly, a lot of guys left I think over. it's only for Canuck fans. I think Boston fans don't give a fuck about us, but they don't care. They don't give a shit. Yeah. They, they're like, dude, Vancouver just can't let this go. Yeah, they're like, we, we care about It's just like Toronto, Calgary fl- fans with Tampa. Yeah. You just can't let it go. No, it's true. Yeah. So we're going to dominate Boston. I imagine it's going to be two days from now. Demko just got his start. I wouldn't be surprised to see Demko again. Yeah, but so in terms of... I don't know of, where Travis Green... To his credit, he's fucking unpredictable with his goalies. Yeah, well, it made kind of sense, though, with starting Demko today. I it mean, did. Mark Sherman had started the previous... Uh, three, I think. Three with yeah. St. Louis, San Jose, and with back-to-back matinees. Oh, it, no, Demko got the one after the break. He got the St. Louis game. Oh, right. Yes, yeah. he did. You but, are correct. Yeah, okay, so Mark Markstrom's going to get the start then against Boston. It, it would most likely be that way. Okay. And okay, I hope okay, he okay, face okay. fucking Tuka Rask. Yeah. I want to see what that Tuka's out, I believe. About. Is he? I'm going to say so. Mm. But, you so know, he we play. Okay, this is weird. 
Okay, no, never mind. So, so we play Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be four o'clock Pacific time. Uh, Vancouver, we're going to Boston. <laughs> yeah, Tuka's not injured. Fuck. Then we have, you know what? I like the space between the amount of games that we have. Okay, so we've got, so we play the second. Then we have a day in between. We play the fourth against Minnesota. Then we have a day in between playing Vancouver on the sixth. And then we play he's Nashville so, on he's the eighth. so eight. drunk right now. What? I think you're reading someone else's schedule. You said we play Vancouver on the on the fourth. Oh fuck! I'm or something so like that. Minnesota. <laughs> I can't. I'm, I'm so. It's okay. Tired. Here, let me do this for you. So Tuesday, yeah, help me Boston. Up. Thursday, Minnesota. Saturday, Calgary. Monday, Nashville. I turned my mic off for that. I just need to regather myself. <laughs> Josh, Josh, put up his hand. He called a timeout. <laughs> yeah, I called a timeout. Josh, first timeout. Um, here's my breakdown. Fuck you, Boston. That's one. Fuck you, Minnesota. That's two. Calgary, they're hungry boys. <laughs> hungry, hungry boys. <laughs> yeah. I'll give that one a coin toss. Probably give it to – we're going to lose one of the Calgary national games. I'll say we're going to lose the Calgary game, and we're going to beat Nashville. Three and one, put the stamp on it. Elijah's guarantee, take it to myboogie.ag, throw an obscene amount of money on it that you don't feel comfortable with, and watch the profits come through. Josh, your takes? Uh, we're going to go three and one. Love it. We are going to lose to the Bruins, though. Okay. You can get off the podcast. Raph, you want to take his mic? (laughs) (laughs) A little mini bat right there you could beat the shit out of him with, if you don't mind. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think think three and one is probably going to be the most appropriate. Boston's just, they're so good. You can't deny, like, that first fucking line that they have is crazy. Minnesota, fuck them. We've gone in there once. We're going to go in again and fucking... Actually, I grab was him by the something. ponytail and just whip him around. Yeah, sure. <laughs> let's, okay, let's go with that. Love it. Um, in a good way. I feel like Calgary is going to try and play a very physical game against us. It's not going to work. We're just going to outskate them. Okay, we're going to beat them with the speed. Beat Nashville the is going to be a coin toss for me. Okay. Um, I think as the games come up in our in our next episodes, we can kind of break them down as they come. Yeah, we don't have to break all of them. Though. Yeah, there's a lot of breaking down. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't my hips can't take that much breaking down. Dude, I, I mean, just had a hard time breaking down the past three games, let alone the next fucking four that hasn't even been fucking predicted yet. Yeah. So, well, they've been predicted, or it's it's set in stone. I just oh, man. our reputation. I just can't. Yeah, our, our reputation has always been on the line. You're probably going through the guillotine if you fuck this prediction up too. Yeah, seriously. It's um, uh, <laughs> um so I, th- I don't know. That's you know what? This is this is my take. That wraps up hockey talk right now cuz we got to talk about the Super Bowl real quick. All right. Patrick Mahomes. Welcome to history, buddy. Made me a slick 80 today. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Uh that was a beautiful Super Bowl though. Yeah, it was That was nice. glorious. Yeah, you know, for a second I said this before um, I don't know if I said it on here or not, but I was talking to a couple buddies. I think I said it to you, though, um, maybe uh, after we finished podcasting. But I said that if you could hold uh, Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City to le- 20 or less points, yep. you can win this game. We were both agreed on that. And 20 to 10. They looked and good. And then eventually, like, with nine minutes to go in the fourth, you're like, fuck like this might actually happen like yeah. this could happen for the Niners mm-hmm. but you know what though the Niners had such a good year overall everyone thought everyone was writing them off and they were 4-0 people thought they were fake at 8-0 you yeah. know they they have nothing to be ashamed about they played some really good teams 
all year round and in the playoffs, this is not uh, it's heartbreaking this, though for them. Yeah, but you know what though, this it's not like you have like a older quarterback that's getting a year older, right? This is a very young team. More importantly, um, it's a young defense, and if you can retain, yeah, somehow convince your defensive coordinator to stay, yeah, Robert Sala, you got some hope, yeah. Um, and I mean, Kyle Shanahan, like this off, this brilliant offensive mind, the head coach for the Niners, yeah, like he led the Falcons when they played the Patriots, like when that yeah. Falcons offense was just unstoppable. Yeah. He was the offensive coordinator. Yeah. But, well, the one thing that I find the most interesting about this game is Patrick Mahomes has arguably his worst game in the foreseeable past and like he's found a way to win in one in one of his worst games of his nfl career yeah and he found a way to come back and win against one of the best defenses yeah like that is a storybook telling right there yeah it Tale. is um yeah patrick mahomes he's he's gonna be nasty or he he'll already continue, is he already is nasty, nasty. He's he made get, some bad throws in this game yeah like the interception was not a great throw mm. the times he's thrown behind tyree kill yeah and just yeah there was some bad throws but yeah here we are man he's a super bowl champion do you know who won mvp uh patrick mahomes it was yeah. i thought it was gonna be damian williams i thought maybe they'd give it to him yeah but. well honestly the run game wasn't there for the niners like up until niners? that or no, sorry or sorry the for the chiefs um up until that 40 yard run that iced the entire game yeah like damian williams had 64 yards rushing he had two touchdowns he had two but, touchdowns, but 64 I don't know. I, I just I saw the flaws in Mahomes' game, and I thought, okay, maybe you don't yeah. get the MVP, you know? Yeah. If um, you were to give one out to San Francisco, who would you give it to? How did um, Mostert do today? Mostert did very well. Yeah. I don't know about touchdowns, but I know he had tons of 10-yard ton, runs. Yeah. Um, the only Kitt, guys Kittle had some nice grabs Kittle as well. had some grabs. Yeah. Um, J- Jimmy was playing fantastic. Yeah. The interception he threw, I didn't get a chance to see, mm. but... Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. the interception he threw was bad. He, uh, that was actually one part of the game I did watch. He just got hit and he just tried oh, to throw yeah, it to the sideline. Right. It didn't make it. Just got yeah. picked. I like, saw, fuck. I saw a meme on the internet already. I think Ralph will show it to me. It was, it was yeah. a photo of Jimmy with his eyes closed throwing the ball, saying, <laughs> "Fuck it, Debo over there somewhere." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's not gonna work out. But honestly, what a sad day. Now the NFL is done. But yeah. when the NFL ends, you have March Madness coming around the corner. Got the Stanley Cup playoffs around the corner. Uh, the math. I saw there was a commercial today on TSN. It's not even until April. The Masters. TSN was throwing that on. Does that get the hair rising on the arms there? Just the just the music that TSN has for the Masters. Yeah, just gets me fired up. Yeah, I love the Masters. We're golf guys now. Huge golf guys. All right. Can we end it? I think this wraps up episode 37 of Stick in Rink. Uh, Be sure to check out our Twitter profile for a pinned tweet to coolhockey.com where you get some authentic jerseys from the NHL, uh, probably at the best price in the entire market. Fact. Um, There's also some sweet other podcasts going on in in the Hockey Podcast Network. We have obviously one for each team, but we also have the Ice Analytics podcast based completely around the analytics of hockey and sports and dives really into the stats of things. And then we also got our homeboy, Terry Ryan, with the Tales of TR. Uh, he's dropping pretty much bi-weekly episodes at this point, or sometimes once a month. And he brings on some great guests. And you know you know, with that guy, you're going to get some of the best storytelling that there is in hockey. So Very true. Uh, definitely be sure to check those ones out. Other than that, we're going to see you guys on Thursday. And be sure to hit up the value menu. Save some money. Bye. See ya. Oh, harder, baby.